Well, hello and welcome, everyone. This is Kendi Foster. You're listening to the Voices of Courage show. You know, we're going through a lot of turbulent times right now. And wave after wave seems to hit us. You know, right now we're talking and discussing what's going on in Ukraine, but there's still the challenges we're having uh, worldwide with health. There is economies that are looking like they may be collapsing a lot of things happening. You know, the world is dynamic. It's always having different things show up. But my question to you is, how are you handling those turbulent times? Are you feeling empowered? Are you growing? Are you learning? Are you becoming the best version of yourself? Are you shrinking in fear and worry and concern? Well, today we're going to be addressing what's going on in the world what's happening with some of our inner turmoil, and what we can do to change that up. In fact, I have a guest today who has a brand new film out that's going to really help you to change your way of thinking and maybe way of acting so that you can handle these really difficult times. So I hope you'll stay tuned with me. And I hope you'll listen to this whole broadcast because it is a good one. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Candy Foster. We're talking to you uh, from the Voices of Courage show. Today, uh, we're talking about the courage to embrace your inner warrior to guide you through the turbulent times. I'm so proud and happy to have back. Uh, I think this is the third or fourth time we've done this. Uh, Yoch, uh, um, uh, where'd you go, Yochi? Yochi uh, Utebi from uh, he's got a new film out and uh, from Japan. It's called the Cherry Bushido, um, which is uh, really out. It's a perfect time for this film because it reminds us to re-examine our convictions and our spiritual fortitude to be able to move forward. Yochi has been doing uh, several of these uh, uh, films um, after 12 years' experience in marketing and senior management at various American IT companies. And in Japan, uh, Yochi joined Happy Science in 2010, where he quickly rose to Director of International Communications. He is currently a minister and world lecturer for Happy Science and a producer of the Cherry Bushido Yochi, welcome to the show. It's great Hi. to have you back. Hi, Ken. Thank you so much for having me back again. It's I wow. think my third or fourth time here. I really enjoy uh, talking with you. <laughs> well, I always enjoy talking to you, and you always got uh, some. Uh, you know, you got some new films out. Uh, you know, we every time you have a new film, it seems like you get to come on here, and uh, <laughs> yes. you know, we've, had, we've had some great conversations, mm -hmm. and we've got rave reviews from your films from everybody mm -hmm. that's seen it. So. This one uh, is, I'm looking forward to seeing it myself. Um, what inspired the film? Well, uh, you know, uh, Cherry Bushido, I think it's uh, perfect timing. Uh, the executive producer is Ryuho Okawa. He's a founder of Happy Science, and he's an original story writer. He wrote this story uh, five years ago. Yeah. And then what's happening today in this world is like, it's like it so matches what's happening currently. If you see the yeah. film, you understand 
it's actually a current affair, 2022, like right now. And it was kind of ama- it's kind of amazing that you know he wrote this five years ago, and he was ready to to have this producer's movie in this perfect timing. Well, so, let me ask you, what does Bushido mean? That's a very good question. You know, I realized uh, when I, I was talking with the industry people, you know, Hollywood movie industry people, not even the industry people didn't know uh, the word Bushido. So anybody who is really into like martial arts or like a judo, you know, uh, or karate, I think they'll probably know what uh, Bushido means, but uh, not many people even heard of the word Bushido. So Bushido is, it's a code of samurai. You know, it's the, it's the way of, of uh, uh, samurai or the warriors, uh, code of conduct, the way of life, how to live by the guidance, guidepost for the, the warriors to live by. It's similar to chivalry in, in England, I think. Well, I, th- I think we need some new guidance on how to live through this turbulent times we're going yes, in. Yes, uh, man. I mean, you know, we're we you know, things are just warming up right now. Is my my yeah. hit on that? So let's talk a little bit about the uh, the code of conduct and the ideals of Bushido. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. So Bushido started in Japan, uh, supposed to be like eight hundred years ago, but I think it's it started way way back behind. You know, over eight hundred years ago. It was integration of uh, J- Japanese uh, samurai swordsmanship, mm-hmm. and also in- integrated the uh, Zen Buddhism, and also uh, Shintoism, which is a Japanese traditional uh, belief, and also uh, Confucianism. Uh, Confucianism that is came from China. So it, it has a, a very a deep, a high spiritual level uh, religious background to uh, the spirit of Bushido. So that is one of the important points that we need to understand is that it's not just how to use a sword, but it's more of how to live your life, you know. And uh, there's uh, the famous word called uh, Seven Virtues of Bushido. Uh, If you look on the website, you'll see like Seven Virtues of Bushido, it's everywhere. But we believe there should be eight virtues. There's one very, very important thing that's missing in today's Bushido spirit. So quickly go through the, the seven Bushido. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask eight. you to do that. If yeah. you go through the seven and then tell me what you think we need to add yeah. in on the eight, that'd sure. be great. So anything that you want to add on, please add on. I'm just going to go right through, okay? Yeah, so I, first, I will. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure yeah. we'll get through all seven before we have to take yeah. a break. But let's, right? let's see where we go. Sure. All right. So one is uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's the justice. Uh, what the world needs justice today. You know, And sometimes justice is very difficult because uh, every person, every, every individual, Every country, every every political party, everybody has their own justice, you know, within themselves, and everybody think that is that the right thing, that is a justice. But uh, sometimes two justices conflict each other, and happens a lot, and, and sometimes people get lost, you know, within what is true justice. So it's very important, and it's difficult to see through what is true justice. But we also have always has to align, you know. I think from God's eyes, you know, we have to connect to the faith and. So really understand what you know higher energy higher sources universe want us to do as a justice so one is anyway it's justice very important in Bushido, okay and when you have justice you gotta be uh, courageous this is what this is, this uh uh i think it's all, all about uh, right courage. you gotta be courageous that's yeah. that's a big piece here and courage yeah. as you know <clears throat> is a it's an energy it's a power it's something, that's right you know it's it's a force that's within us yep yeah, that's right. So you gotta step in. Sometimes you have to just 
step up and speak up and you know do the right thing and act upon it it's like an unshakable mind that, that you have to have within yourself you got to have courage to take action and do the right thing so second is the courage and third is the respect you know respecting each other nowadays it's very important because it's really it's a foundation of i think communication with one other uh so it's a, it's a you know taking care of others it's a mannerly kind caring you know and uh, i think a uh, pure heart no yeah, fake well let, let me just respect. let me comment on that respect part because mm-hmm. i think that is so important right now <clears throat> where um you know there's there's been uh, a lot of movement to polarize populations around the world by mm-hmm. governments and mm-hmm. you know when we can respect each other when we can hear each other's point of view without judging it or criticizing it or critiquing yep. it just allowing that respect to be there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that makes a big difference and it does uh, you know so that respect is so important okay yeah, go ahead it sure is even in yeah. just everyday life you know respect is important the fourth is compassion compassion is is love right if it, it's it's a love and we it's a sympathy it's a, it's a, again understanding each other it's a warm hearted feeling towards others of course we know from 2000 years ago jesus christ taught us Love is to give, not to take. But sometimes we kind of make mistake that uh, you know we want to love from others. We want to be loved by others, but that is not love. That is is something that you take from others. So a love is supposed to be giving, you know, from you, from in, inner inner self into outer world. It's the light and it's the heart of uh, energy that comes out from within yourself for the world. So compassion is very very important to have in Bushido spirit. Okay. Then yeah. yeah. So what's the one that's what's the one that's missing here? What's the one that we're going to add to yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Then there's honesty and there's a sense of honor and the loyalty. But, you know, that's like a seven uh seven uh virtues of Bushido Toto. But uh what's missing here is I think faith. Uh you know, because without having faith, uh we humans can become so arrogant and we think we are like the god of the earth. <laughs> So even how much you know compassion you have, how much Bushido uh, spirit you have, if you don't have that faith, something that that is bigger than you that you need to be 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 humble about, you know, uh, sometimes humans can go in different in the wrong directions. So I would say, well, you know, is Yochi, I I think that um, you're absolutely right about that, and also I'm thinking about all of the different. Um, uh, uh, the eight uh, values that we're talking mm-hmm. about here, and you know they're they're easy to talk about, but they're difficult to live. Yeah, um, you're right. Just faith in itself. You know, how does one step up when things are falling about around mm-hmm. them, falling yep. apart, and have faith? That's right. It's difficult. So uh, that's why faith is important. In other words, <laughs> you know, without having that really backbone of believing your true self or or not just for yourself but also you know believing you're part of a bigger bigger thing in this world you know yeah. without having that that understanding or, or belief in conviction you're going to be swayed around by the things that's happening in around you and things gonna you know like you say i'm, I'm sure it's it's gonna it looks like it's gonna get a little worse than where we are today right hopefully things will start to get better and pick up in brighter future but 
we might have to go through another turbulence times. So, well, listen, I got to take a quick break. When we come yeah. back, I'd like to take a little deeper dive into the film. And I heard that you've got some free tickets for some people here sure. too. So, um, but we'll be right back. Well, welcome back to the Voices of Courage show. And today my guest is Yochi. He's a producer of a film, a new film out there. And uh, this film is actually helping people to help uh, or to move them into their highest values to move through these turbulent times. Film is called The Cherry Bushido. And uh, Yochi just told us about what Bushido means. Um, All right. A little deeper dive into the film. Mm -hmm. Um, as a uh, participant, since I haven't seen it yet, Yochi, sure. um, what, uh, what kind of reviews is the film getting and mm-hmm. what are some of the benefits that people mm-hmm. will walk away with? Sure. So, uh, actually we had the two weeks we've been playing in Japan for, I think it's like the fourth week right now. And uh, for the two weeks in a row, uh, in Japan, uh, the major press, uh, major release in Japan, we had the second number two, second uh, second position in box seats uh, of our entire nation. So we are doing very, very well in Japan. Uh, we start releasing one in uh, just in US uh, March 11th. We did New York and a few other locations and there's a lot of people uh, actually coming. So uh, in Orange Country and all those different locations, we're going to the second week. Uh, we call it a fall over, uh, I mean, uh, extension of the week. So uh, we are doing very, very well with the movie so far. So this is the movie called uh, Cherry Wishido. Okay, As you can see here, there is a cherry blossom and Mount Fuji and this little sword. This kind of tells everything. And Cherry Wishido actually in Japanese title is called Patriot Girl, Patriot Girl. So it's about uh, a girl who uh, who is like a very powerful kendo, uh, you know, uh, champion girl who uh, who stands up to fight and protect Japan. And Japan is currently in danger of a missile attack from a neighboring country called Sodora. Well, you see what's happening. We got actually uh, nine or ten missile uh, tests from North Korea. This year, just in this past three three months, so it's kind of talking about that kind of area, right? And so we are getting a missile attack, and one day um, there's a real danger that comes that it's going to hit the missile is going to hit Japan. So uh, this young girl you know, stands up with her friends and to fight to protect Japan. And of course, it's a happy science movie, so there is a spiritual aspect to it. There's a, a bad guy in you know, living up in the spiritual world. He's controlling the nation called Sodora. So they go up into a spiritual realm. They go out of the body into spiritual realm. They fight and defeat the demon. So it's a very heartwarming and also exciting action movie. But at the same time, it, it really reflects on the current affairs and really give us a hint in how to think through. And, you know, it's like a become a guidepost to go through the spiritual experience time. So a lot of uh, deep messages to this. Very nice. You know, it's amazing that he wrote that uh, five years ago because it's almost <laughs> prophetic as to it's amazing, what's yeah. happening around the world today. Um, you know, with the uh, uh, with the plays of uh, the nations against one another, mm-hmm. and and you know how we're 
you know, as as a populist, sometimes we feel um, uh, hopeless, you know, with yeah. the, with world yeah. affairs. And That's so right. this type of movie is really good to help yeah. give us uh, back our inspiration mm-hmm. and our fortitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we tend to uh, put responsibility to others, blame others, not yourself. You know, government is bad. Uh, the gas price is going up, so I cannot drive anymore. You know, my, I'm losing my job because of Corona. We understand there's a lot of other difficulties that's going on in this world today. But once you start to blame others, even though it's their fault, even though if it is their fault, you know, gas price is going up because not, not because you're not working. It's yeah. just how the things are in this world. But if you start to blame others for everything that's happening, the wrong things around you, your energy is going to fall, fall behind. It's going to turn down. And the most important thing, I'm sure you know about this, it's about what you think in your mind is who you are going to become. So the more difficult time you're in, you really need that the strong, you know, unshakable mind within yourself that even how difficult it is, my mind is not going to be taken down. You know, my mind is up there. You know, even I lose my house, my lose car, as long as my mind is still up there, you know, have a positive mindset for the future, things are going to turn better. If you keep believing in that, it's going to happen to you. But if you start to fall back, you know, start to roll down, you know, tumble down, then sometimes you can be, you know, uh, influenced by negative energy so much and you might not be able to turn the wheel of fortune of your life. So it is very difficult time, but it's also, it's the gods challenging us, I think. Guys, are you sure you're going to be able to do this or not? Yeah. Well, you know, I I like what you said. I mean, it's, you know, it's the mind over our emotions, emotions over actions, actions over results and results over destiny. That's right. And what we're saying here is that even though, uh, you know, there are certain things that we have no control over, Mm -hmm. there are things we do have control over. That's right. And one, of course, is our attitude and our mind and and that uh, being able to step into your power and be empowered. Mm -hmm. What mm-hmm. what happens uh, that I see, Yochi, maybe you comment this, is when you're in your power, you see things that you haven't seen before you might miss, right? You yeah. see, because you're in, you're tuning in, you're into what right. you see things and you make better choices. So if we're, we're living in fear, you're living at a low vibration, all of a sudden you see things from that point of view. That's right. That might not be as, as mm-hmm. uh, beneficial to right. you or your family. So it's really important, I believe, to watch... Uh, you know, movies, like I said, like the new movie that's coming out that you have and um, be able to keep that energy level high mm-hmm. at all yep. times. Yep. Right. Listen, right. I got to take a break. When we come back, um, let's talk about let's talk about the how that film does that in story to be able to lift people up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a, in a place uh, where they may be uh, a little low. We'll be right back. Sure. Well, welcome back, everybody. What a great show this has been. You know, we're really talking about the uh, the keys to overcoming troubled times that everybody's going through worldwide. You know, I would say the uh, the other uh, the other step to add to this is when I got to the point where I realized that we are all connected. How I show up impacts you. How you show up impacts me. My actions impact you. Your actions impact me. You know, when we take 100% responsibility 
of how we are showing up and how we impact others, that changes everything. You know, we have to really start to look going back within ourselves and really look, take a deep dive into what's working, what's not working, and what we can do to improve every day. That, I know, is how Yochi lives. And I know that those are the spiritual principles, some of them, Mm -hmm. that are in the film that we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. So, Yochi, thoughts about that? Well, you know, I think uh, if you even though we are living in this materialistic world, you know, you you bang the the desk, you feel the desk, you know, uh, you touch your face, you, you feel the face. But at the end of the day, we are all spiritual beings. In other words, like you said, you know, we are all connected to each other, and what we think actually impact other people, and other people's thinking impact myself as well. It's not about the action and things mostly a lot of times, but it's about the mindset or the mind, uh, the concept of that specific action the person takes against you or for you. So, you know, we, just very important thing. We're all spiritual beings at the end of the day and everything is all connected. So what you think is going to, is the most important thing. So we have to overcome this materialistic. It is important materialistic because we are living on three-dimensional, but we have to over or like go over that and really think about that we are, thinking beings. And this is the only way uh, we can, I think, open the future for our human beings is to really understand that we are thinking beings, spiritual beings. Well, I don't know about you, but sometimes my mind is a challenging place to be. So I need to get out of my mind, quiet (laughs) my mind, still my mind uh, through, uh, you know, contemplation, meditation pondering things and just going within. So mm-hmm. listen, Yochi, um, thank you for being here again today. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, final thoughts on, um, you You got the microphone, you know, we're in 185 countries. So what's your message to the world right now? Uh, again, we understand, we totally, you know, uh, feel that the world is in chaos <laughs> in terms of time. And, you know, we, we think uh, things going to, going to still continue on, you know, uh, things going to get, might not get better in the next couple of years or so. It might get a little more turbulence times, okay, more storms coming ahead. We feel like that. So that's why I think uh, it's very, very important to uh, to try to, to accept uh, and try to uh, open your mind up. Don't, 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 don't just look at, like you were saying, don't look at this just one way, one way street. There's always the other More, side. I think, yeah. Be open about it. You yeah. I couldn't to. agree with you more about them. So many of us believe that we have open minds, but then somebody uh, will challenge you and you'll, you'll stick to all these beliefs that you have rather than yeah. allowing yourself to really yep. open up. Mm-hmm. So. I, uh, I, I study further. Well, Yochi, thank you again for being here. I Mm -hmm. really appreciate it. All right. We'll look forward to you. Uh, uh, you know, we got, uh, uh, those, uh, uh, oh, we were going to give away some free tickets. You got a second. Can I do that? Yeah. How does my guest do that real quick? This Mm -hmm. is it. So this is, uh, uh, playing in uh, San Diego right now, AMC Fashion Valley. You can call a text nine, a six, one, 619-374-7880. 619-374-7880. 619-374-7880. 691-347-7880. Can you read this? 
Yeah, we can read it good. Yeah, this yeah. is it. We can okay. give out free tickets. We're giving free, free tickets, especially for the weekend. So just bring your family. It's great for kids as well. Bring your family together, and you're definitely going to enjoy this. I'll be there too, by the way, from this afternoon. So. Ah, oh, Yochi. I you wish I was me? in San Diego. I would join you too. If man. you see my face, please say, oh, Yochi, I heard, I saw you in Ken, and we can, we can talk more, okay? So looking Thanks, forward to Yochi. seeing everybody. I, I appreciate Thank you so it. much. Thank you so much, sir. And <clears throat> I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in today because, you know, this show works because you are here. And, um, you know, our mission is to empower and inspire our listeners to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible by expanding their consciousness. And the way that I do this is we bring in guests with realized wisdom, just as Yoichi, um, who are committed to inspiring our audience to take off limitations in the areas of business, finance, relationship, health, well-being, spirituality, and to really be able to fulfill their noble goals. So I encourage you to pass on this podcast to your family, your friends, your associates. Uh, we have an Insiders Members Club. Members receive coaching, uh, guest gifts, books, books, insider interviews, and tickets to events just like uh, we're giving away today, and uh, programs to, to design that uh, will help you to take your life and your business to the next level. So I honestly hope that you will continue to watch us. And from my heart to yours, I pray that we all live in a world where it's peaceful and harmonious and joyful and happy. And of course, that's an inside job. Till next time. Hello and welcome, everybody. Hope you're having an outstanding day today. If not, well, listen to the show because we're going to give you some insights on maybe how to shift your consciousness, shift your mind in a very quick way so that you can start feeling empowered, feeling good, feeling joyful. You know, we are going through lots of challenges in today's world, and maybe you're going through your own. You know, maybe you've uh, lost a job or lost a loved one or Maybe you're just uh, having challenges with uh, relationships or careers or whatnot. You know, a lot of things are happening out there. But this is the show that will help you to really step back into your power and feel enlivened, empowered, enjoyed in uh, your space today. I have a very special guest today. And uh, before I get to him, I'm going to take a quick break, but then we'll be back and he will uh, share his wisdom with you. Wait to hear who I have on the show today. I think you'll be impressed. All righty, here we go. Well, welcome back to the show. This is Ken D. Foster. I'm so glad you're here today. As I mentioned, I have a very special guest who's in studio with me today. His name is Greg Hammer. He's an MD, 
and he is a professor at Stanford University School of Medicine, pediatric intensive care physician, pediatric anesthesiologist, and the author of Gain Without Pain, the Happiness Handbook for Health Care Professionals, and Me Too. <laughs> that, that, I, I'm just adding that in. Anyway, Dr. Uh, Hammer, welcome to the show. It's great to have you, Greg. Great, it's great to have you back on the show. Hey, what's uh, what's new in your world? Hey, Ken. Well, it's wonderful to be back with you. Um, there's always something new. Everything is very positive. Um, I don't have a complaint in the world. I'm looking out my window at a beautiful orange tree. The oranges are especially delicious. We got some rain a bit uh, back. And uh, the sky is blue and beautiful. And all is well in the universe. All is well in the universe. What part of the universe are you in? I actually have a beautiful home on Stanford campus where uh, faculty are, are eligible to purchase homes. They have a couple of hundred. And so all my neighbors are Stanford faculty um, and really terrific people. We're all interested in teaching and research and uh, all in different schools at Stanford. Uh, it's a great community. I ride my bike to work. It's very utopian, actually. Wow, that sounds wonderful. You know, um, I'm sure students are going through lots of challenges like they do, but it seems like it's even more intense today with some of the things that are going on in the world, <clears throat> requirements for vaccination or requirements for masks or just the, the concern of world politics and what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. There's just a lot going on. Um, so, you know, you've written an amazing book and it's all about the mind and how to have our mind focus on the positive through these challenges. How, how, first of all, what inspired you to write the book? And then how do we do this? <laughs> what inspired me to write the book is really a confluence of, of factors, as often happen in, happens in life. I like to say that, you know, I go in the direction that lots of arrows are pointing. And so uh, it's sort of like the holes in the Swiss cheese lining up. That can be a good thing or a bad thing at times. But for me, as far as the book goes, I've had a long-standing interest in wellness uh, before that became kind of a buzzword. Uh, physical fitness and wellness, as well as spiritual wellness. I've been a student of Advaita or non-duality for some time. Uh, at the same time, there is a rising tide or prevalence of burnout among healthcare professionals and physicians in particular. And for that reason, Stanford convened a committee called WellMD to address the increasing burnout uh, rates that we're facing among physicians in particular. I jumped on that and, um, you know, was asked to give a talk on wellness at, an, at a national meeting of hospital administrators and then another one and another one. And pretty soon I found myself kind of on the speaking circuit. Uh, and I had some sabbatical time coming up, one of the great benefits of being in academic medicine. And uh, it just, again, the arrows all sort of lined up that I could get the message out regarding wellness and burnout uh, out to even more people if I wrote a book. So uh, mm -hmm. there you have it. Uh, sat down and wrote like crazy. It just sort of flowed forth for the most part. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I'm on my third book. Now you're on your third book. And uh, what, uh, well, okay, so what, What's the third book? Just I'm curious. What's the third book going to be about? 
The third book is also based on the same method, which is GAIN, and that's in capital letters. As you know, that's an acronym for what I consider to be the four pillars of spiritual wellness, but it's directed at teenagers, or I, I, more specifically, those who care for teenagers, parents, teachers, counselors, etc. but using the same principles, uh, which, you know, are really related to mindfulness, uh, very accessible, present way of rewiring the brain in a manner that results in being more present and therefore happy. Well, I, I really, you know, gain without pain. And when I when I first read it, I was like, well, there's no pain without gain. Uh, no pain, you know, gain without pain. And I thought, okay, well, he's got to play in words here. Um, is it possible for us to gain, okay, in your acronym, um, without really going through struggle, throughout pain, through challenges, through that, that type of thing? Well, of course, life is full of challenges. And that leads to chronic stress. And so we can talk about what chronic stress does to the body and, and how it challenges us. And this is certainly a time of enhanced chronic stress for a variety of reasons, some of which you mentioned. Um, the reason I said gain without pain is a couple of different uh, meanings in that. Uh, since I'm an anesthesiologist and intensivist, I try to mitigate or prevent pain um, and yes, you correctly referred to that expression that there's no gain without pain. The point is that the truth is very simple and it resides within us, all around us. And accessing that truth is actually painless. Um, you know, the principles are very simple. Um, you know, I teach a, a gain meditation, which we do first thing in the morning after we open the blinds and let some light in and do our morning hygiene thing. We do a three to five minute gain meditation. And it's very simple. And it puts us in touch with those gain principles that we can then embody. And they're quite portable. So we can sort of drop into our gain practice anytime. And, and I think because of the simplicity, uh, it's really painless. In fact, it, it helps liberate us from the pain created by chronic stress. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to talk about the gain principles uh, when I get back from this break and how we can apply those principles in our life with the, you're right, there's a lot of chronic stress in the world. And I think, I think we need to address that. So I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back. Let's discuss that. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is Kendi Foster. I'm talking with Dr. Greg Hammer, and we're talking about his book, uh, <clears throat> which is uh, Gain Without Pain. And uh, we're going to be talking about some of the principles of gain without pain. So what would you say are the most important principles during this time of stress that people can follow? Can I really think that the, the G-A-I-N principles are very much interrelated and of equal importance. But GAIN, as you know, stands for gratitude, acceptance, intention, and non-judgment. So we can start with gratitude. I think that this is a widely uh, embraced, well-understood, basic element of happiness that is uh, gratitude, whether it's journaling, uh, 
simply meditating on one's gratitude, simply acknowledging it, discussing it with a friend. Uh, gratitude is essential to happiness. And can I ask you something about gratitude? You know, it, it seems like sometimes gratitude is kind of on the surface, as opposed to in a sense of real, realized gratitude in one's own life. Um, and I'm sure you've probably, you, you know, there's a difference there. You know, we can think about gratitude or we can experience gratitude in our life. Um, what's been your experience around that in uh, teaching these principles around gratitude? Ken, as you well know, we all have so much for which to be grateful. And we really just sort of need to relax into that understanding. And, uh, you know, I can give you examples in my own life that immediately put me in touch with how grateful I am. When I sit down to do my morning game meditation, my practice, mm -hmm. uh, I begin with the breath, as in most types of meditation, uh, just appreciating the inflow of air passing through my nose and filling my chest, my chest expanding, uh, my body expanding in a way, and then just relaxing and letting that breath go without effort. And I do that a couple of times. And then I go to my gratitude and... Um, you know, I think that my gratitude contemplation is a little bit different every day, um, but I can tell you some things for which I'm grateful. And as I as I allow that to sort of uh, bathe over me, if you will, or, or bathe me in these feelings of gratitude, it's it's quite deep seated. It's very it's very much my experience. There's nothing superficial about it. So, for example, and I think we all have our own examples. Um, I was diagnosed about 10 years ago with a form of leukemia called chronic lymphocytic leukemia. I felt terrible. I was very fatigued. Mm -hmm. uh, I kept going to work. I kept exercising. I kept mm -hmm. up my, uh, my healthy diet. I focused on good sleep hygiene, but I would wake up each morning just exhausted and not feeling refreshed at all. And I had to really focus on each moment in terms of the effort it took me to get through the day. And, I'll fast forward and spare you the details, but uh, as of today, I, I have been on um, immunotherapy medication, and it totally eliminated any sign of leukemia from my body, and I feel great. Yeah. And so I've actually just stopped taking that medicine, but I'm really grateful for the miracles of modern medicine. Um, when I was diagnosed, I didn't think I would be alive uh, 10 years hence, and mm -hmm. so... As I do my gratitude contemplation every morning, I'm just breathing in the deep-seated experience of gratitude for simply being here today, for taking this breath. So I'm really, uh, it brings me to the present moment, which I think the other three gain elements do as well. They bring us to an awareness of the present moment, which is where happiness lives. And I think we all can tell our own stories of gratitude, um, yeah. no matter how hard and stressful things appear. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I couldn't agree with you more on the gratitude piece. In fact, when I wake out of bed in the morning with my eyes open, I give my mind the command, I'm awake and ready. And the next thing I go to is gratitude. I think about gratitude before I even get out of bed, what I'm grateful for. You know, I've kind of learned what, how you start the day is how the day goes. And, uh, you know, you can start your day over anytime, but I think uh, it's powerful to do that. All righty. Um, Got to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to go into the, the uh, other gain principles uh, that will really, I believe, empower my listeners to 
rethink, rethink a little bit about what's going on in their life and uh, be able to maybe take it to the next level. Thank you. I'll be right back. Well, welcome to, back to the show, everybody. Today, uh, we're talking about the courage to have gain without pain. It's the uh, title of a, a book by Dr. Hammer, who's my guest today. For those of you that don't know uh, Dr. Hammer, he's uh, also a, a member of the Stanford Well MD Initiative. Dr. Hammer is currently the chair of the Physicians Wellness Task Force for California Society of Anesthesiologists and so much more. We're talking about the principles in his book right now. Um, why don't we go to the second principle? Let's talk about that. Sure. The second principle is uh, the A in game, which stands for acceptance. And I think it's extremely important to be mindful about the pain in our lives. We can't, uh, as you suggested, when you talked about maybe having a superficial sense of gratitude, you can't kind of gloss things over superficially. I think we need to really embrace the pain that's inevitably part of life. Life is full of pain as well as joy. And uh, the good news is we can open our hearts and minds to the pain we experience and really merge with it, bring it closer. And we find out that it's not so bad. It's something that we can live with. And I think that's a, that's a really, really important principle. And so acceptance um, as I said, we all have much for which to be grateful. We also all have pain in our lives. And so it's very important to distinguish, as the serenity prayer would have us notice, that there are things we can change and things we cannot change um, in the world and, and with respect to things that are uncomfortable or painful for us. And we need to determine or discern those things that we can change and decide whether we have the wherewithal uh, to direct ourselves toward those things. And um, those things that we cannot change or, or we determine we lower priority perhaps and we're going to target things we can change more efficiently, those other things we need to embrace, we need to accept. And we do so by really focusing our, our mindful energy on them. Uh, so when we're doing our game meditation, for example, we've kind of breathed through that for which we're grateful. And we move on then to acceptance. And again, we all have our own examples of pain that we cannot change in our lives that we can focus on during this exercise. So for me, I lost my son at the age of 29, about five years ago. So that's an easy one. Um, that's clearly painful. So when I'm breathing into this pain, I actually envision my, my chest opening, my heart opening, and an image of my son and the pain of his death actually bringing closer and closer and closer until I merge with it, until there's no separation at all between my heart, myself, and that pain. And I find that if I ask myself the question, can I live with this pain forever, the answer becomes yes. Uh, it's something that I fully accept. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, there's nothing I could have done about it, but more importantly, there's nothing I can do about it now. And so by bringing this pain into my heart, by merging with it and accepting it, my suffering is greatly diminished. And, and as you know, Ken, there's a formula in my book, uh, which I seem to be thinking of more and more, uh, namely 
suffering equals pain times resistance. And it occurred to me that, so as I lower my resistance, and acceptance might be considered the, the converse or the opposite of resistance, if we fully lower our resistance and accept the pain, our suffering diminishes or goes away. And I was just thinking that perhaps the most enlightened people that are known to us, whether it's Jesus or the Buddha or Muhammad or others, were those that could completely accept the pain in their lives. And so by lowering the resistance to zero, full acceptance, the pain was there, but the suffering went to zero. And perhaps that equates with true awakening or enlightenment. So I imagine, say, Jesus on the cross, clearly he was experiencing pain. There were spikes going through his wrists and feet. But by lowering his resistance completely to that pain, perhaps his suffering dissipated completely. Well, I, I, can, I can speak to that directly. Um, November 26th, uh, 2021, I had a bicycling accident where I... Uh, separated my shoulder and uh, bruised some ribs and um, had a, a leg. Uh, my bruised my leg really bad, and um, it was a it was a, a big separation. It was a lot of pain. Two days later, I got COVID, and um, you know now I'm trying to cough, and you know I can't because of bruised ribs and the shoulder. And I'm on some pain medication. You know I take that for a few days, and I go I can't take this stuff anymore. And um, and now I'm having withdrawals from the pain medication because it was over overdone in this in my case, and um, I'm sitting there and there was the acceptance that this may be the end, this this may be it, and in that moment was complete peace. The pain was there, just as you're describing, but complete bliss, complete peace, and it didn't leave me. It just it stayed with me, and it stayed with me after all the healing. So I, I, I really get that. And we can, we can get there. I don't think you have to have bicycle accidents as a COVID and stuff to get there. But sometimes pain, <laughs> we learn from pain. We learn from suffering. And we can, we can shift it. I love it. Okay, you've probably already said this, but I, I'd like to ask my guests at the end this last question. Uh, all right, we got the, you know in 185 countries right now with the Voices of Courage show. So what is your message to the world right now with what we're going through? What's your message? Well, we're all in this together. Uh, There's a lot of stress for all of us, but let's just remember to be grateful for the positive things that we have. Let's accept those things that we can't change. I can't change what's going on in Ukraine right now. Uh, I can't change what's happening with regard to the pandemic beyond my, my small sphere. Let's remember that we have the power of intention. We can purposefully, positively rewire the way we think. And let's just drop the judgment of each other and and celebrate our humanity as really one. And and these are things we can all do today, right now. This is what we can do today. Dr. Greg Hammer, his book is The Gain Without Pain. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it... uh, in uh, bookstores and uh, i hope you pick it up dr dr greg hammer thank you for being here man hope you come back oh anytime ken you know it thanks thanks so much so all of you that are listening to the show i encourage you to not only listen to the voices of courage show but take action around what you heard today if there was something that you heard that you know would really benefit you from changing 
developing, growing, become that best version of who you are, whatever that is for you, okay? Um, I encourage you to incorporate it. You know, I really like what Dr. Hammer told us today about, you know, really being easy on ourselves and, you know, bringing that compassion in, bringing that gratitude, the, uh, the intention in, you know, non-judgment, bringing those principles. How can you apply those in your life today so that your life gets better and better? That's my question to you. And listen, I hope you'll continue to watch the show. Let your family and friends know about us. That's how we grow. You can find us at VoicesOfCourage.us for all the replays. And you, there's also, uh, we have a membership site up there. And uh, it's an insider members. Uh, members receive coaching. They get great guest gifts, books, insider interviews, tickets to events, and uh, programs that are designed to help you to become that amazing soul that you already are. So I hope you'll check us out. And from my heart to yours, I pray that you continue to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and be able to do the impossible.